Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Medical Mindset Coach podcast, and I am your host, Star Frudenberg. So for those of you who don't know me and are joining in for the first time, I am a holistic doctor working in the alternative medicine world, and what this podcast is all about is just offering you tips and tricks and anything that may help you, um, that you may uh, implement into your day-to-day lifestyle to make you better, make you feel like you have more energy, or maybe even just to help someone um, in your circle or circles. So for today's episode, I just want to really just be quite straightforward, and I just want to talk about plant-based milk. So for People who don't know what that is, because there are a lot of people who still um, just sort of have the programming, if you will, about the only milk that you get is from a cow. (laughs) Um, But that is not the way of the world at the moment or anymore. And it seems more and more people are becoming uh, accustomed to the new way of just getting plant-based milk. Um, And even people who don't necessarily know if they are dairy intolerant or not are opting for these um, milks actually for ethical reasons, you know, not trying to harm animals. Because if, if you watch a number of documentaries out there, you know, animals are really being, um, I'm going to say massively abused, um, uh, to obviously, in a sense, extort them to get, you know, this, uh, supply chain that's out there, you know, supplying masses of um, quantities and volume to the world out there as the population is ever increasing. But equally, if as I always see how much waste goes on. So, you know, if we start doing things uh, differently, and if, in a sense, I'd even say more traditionally, because, you know, caveman style, um, you know, people were hunters or the hunter-gatherers, you know, were eating plants, uh, seeds and fruits, you know, and just sort of going a little bit more traditional. Um, uh, People are seeing really, really, really great health benefits. And then just from the psychological aspect, really good um, uh, feelings, I suppose, just just doing something more ethical and um, in a sense, taking away from the capitalists who are um, high up on the food chain, hurting uh, animals, you know, other sentient beings just like us. So, uh, what is this all about? So, most people don't really know uh, from programming. They say, okay, if I can't have milk from a cow, I guess I have to go, you know, for example, on a coffee, I have to have black coffee. But no, that's not the reality. You know, if you do test intolerant, which you can do, or allergic, uh, a blood test with or through me or obviously through anyone uh, around the world that obviously has the tools and capabilities and skill sets to do so, um, you don't have to rule out some yummy, delicious uh, food groups from your diet, maybe like cereal, maybe having uh, in your tea or making it in cakes or, you know, anything um, that may require milk in the recipe. So most people say to me after they have a test or tests done that they go, okay, well, what do I do? So what's the next step? So this is really the motivation behind the episode. So I have personally tested intolerant for dairy a number of years ago. Um, and it's been really, really interesting to sort of watch the trend of how um, I would even say the evolution of more and more milks that are coming into the store um, because there's some new ones that I'm trying and I'm always like, oh, let's try this. And you just think, oh, that's pretty good. Or, oh, that's really not nice at all. And, uh, highly, highly, um, don't recommend it at all. 
Um, but anyway, we won't go about brands or anything like that because maybe that's a little bit mean, but you know, just trying to be honest. So I thought to kickstart, um, on this note, uh, is actually a very famous British comedian called Jack Whitehall who did a little snippet, um, in his recent upload on his Netflix special, um, talking about this. So I thought, you know, in, in the taste of good humor, as I always love to add, um, and be funny. I'll just play this for you to just give you a little giggle and then we'll get straight on into it. This is the world that we live in. We have to care about everyone's feelings, everyone's tolerances, everyone's intolerances, everyone's dietary requirements. I'll tell you where it's gone too far. And I have to be the person to say this. For the love of God... We have got enough milks now. Would everyone stop milking shit? I went to buy a coffee recently near to where I live in London, a very rough part of London called Notting Hill. I went in there. I have very straightforward coffee tastes. It should have been a very straightforward transaction. It was anything but. I went in there. I was like, hello, I'd like a white coffee, please. Okay, sir, what kind of milk would you like with your coffee? We've got a coconut milk. We've got an almond nut milk. We've got a hazelnut milk. We've got a cashew nut milk. We've got a macadamia nut milk. We've got an oat milk, rice milk, hemp milk, soy milk. You can have it from a bean, from a pulse, from a nut, from a grain, from an oak, from a flat, from a leaf, from a seed, from a tree. Please. I don't care what type of nipple, preferably a cow's, but I'm not fussy. I'll take it from whatever nipple I can get. She looks at me like I had requested it from hers. Like I was the weirdo. I'm not the weirdo. You're the one that's in the back of the shop with your little friends milking fucking cashew nuts. You're the freaks, not me. I do not for one moment doubt that lactose intolerance is a very grave and pressing issue for humanity. But lest I remind you, we currently don't have a cure for cancer. And there are 12 readily available milk substitutes on the market, which I would argue is 11 more than we need. (laughs) So on that note... um, Yeah, I really, really found that funny when I watched that a while ago. And I just obviously thought when I record this episode, I really, really think it would be good for people to hear. Um, Obviously, excuse the PG, uh, not so 13 language uh, with a couple of words that he threw out there. But, you know, it is what it is. That's Jack Whitehall for you. Um, Yeah, so on that note, so most people think, okay, well, if I can't have milk dairy, uh, what can I have as a substitute? So the first... um, thing I'll mention just as Jack has mentioned himself so off the top of my head I can already say that I know about 21 different types of milk whereas he has mentioned 12 Um, and there will be two different ways to approach it so there's obviously readily made nut milks that you can purchase in the shop or should I not I wouldn't say nut milk because some of the ones I'm going to talk about are not nuts so plant-based milks and that are readily available in the shops Um, but equally and this will just be a tip to note that 
If you have the time and the discipline or maybe the high um, sensitivities that you're allergic or slash intolerant or and to multiple things that would rule out you being able to have these, um, you can actually make it at home. So it is a bit of a schlep, just like anything. Um, you know, it will take time, it will take dedication, it will take a lot of um, resources in the sense, um, but anything is possible. So the different types of milks that you can get or slash make yourself, um, which would be uh, getting something called a nut milk bag, very easy, um, off Amazon you can get. And then the idea would be you just blend it to somewhat of like a pulp and you'll put it in this bag and then you'll just literally squeeze manually um, that it can drip out. So sometimes depending on the item or slash ingredient you use, you'd maybe have to um, add a little bit of water um, just to give it a little bit more um, sort of fluid or liquid um, sort of constitution that would enable to get the uh, ingredient mixed um, into a liquid type state rather than from a solid so what are the different types of milks you can get out there? Um, almond, soy, coconut, rice, hemp, oat, pea. One I heard that I've not tried yet is tiger milk because it's almost eight pounds for a liter, whereas normal milk is about a pound to two pounds. Um, potato milk, cashew milk, cashew nut milk, hazelnut milk, you get lactose-free milk, goat milk, macadamia nut milk, pistachio nut milk, flaxseed nut milk, uh, sorry, flaxseed is a seed, yeah, flaxseed milk, banana milk, sesame seed milk. Um, so there's quite a number and a range that uh, you can have uh, or maybe explore and try. So I have definitely tried... Almond, soy, coconut, rice, hemp, oat, pea, uh, potato, cashew, hazelnut, a lactose-free goat, macadamia, pistachio, flaxseed, banana, and sesame seed. Um, so, on that note, a couple of T's and C's that I think are really good to point out. Like, because people go, okay, so which one should I go for? One, I would say definitely do your allergy and intolerance test to obviously help rule out what you should not be consuming because it's very, very common to test for um, nuts, nut allergies um, that could obviously rule out. Very, very common in the top three list of um, results of allergies and intolerance uh, intolerances that do come out is wheat. So you'd put wheat, gluten and oats sort of in the same umbrella. So should avoid. Soy is extremely common uh, that comes up uh, for allergy. And I personally tell people to avoid soy because um, it, there is something inside that does influence the hormones, uh, which I've always said are not very good. And you sort of don't want to influence that or bring anything in that will create disharmony or disbalance within the body. Um, so sort of stay away from that. Um as I, as I will say, but I mean, of course, you can do what you want. There's obviously, like, for example, in Japanese culture, people love and adore soy and it's the way of life and it's just sort of how their body constitution can manage it. But typically in the Western society, it's not as um, easy to digest these foods and probably hence why it comes up um, popularly um, as an allergy. So one thing I will say is 
I've tried potato nut milk or potato milk and I definitely don't rate it. But if it is sort of like, um, let's say everything else is ruled out and you can't have it, probably, uh, you know, just give it a try. And it's something that you can get used to. Quite common question. People say, what do I drink? So I drink pea protein milk or pea milk or pea sprouts milk. So sort of varied and changed. I change between them. Um, and then very seldomly I'll have oat milk. So what I will say is, um, if you're going to choose a milk, definitely look for the barista version of milk because barista version is normally more lush, more thick. It's what they use in the shops. Um, when, you know, you go for a takeaway coffee or tea or whatever, um, or a hot drink really, um, it's definitely, it's thicker, it adds more volume, it's got a, a better texture um, and even flavor as well. So I highly recommend it. Um, if you're someone who is conscientious about weight, you can get um, different versions of the milk itself. So sweetened, unsweetened or no sugars, that kind of thing will be on the label. So obviously bear in mind uh, for that. Um, also, uh, calorie... You know, if we're talking calories now, uh, a lot of the milks are not that high in calories. Uh, the only one to note would be is about oat. Oat can be quite um, calorific, um, I definitely say. Um, speaking for someone who has a uh, dairy intolerance, I tried the lactose-free milk, but I still had a, a what I would just term as a flare-up or a reaction to it. So definitely there is still something in there that uh, doesn't agree for someone with an intolerance. But if you're just trying to reduce, um, that's okay. Or maybe testing out that if you want to just try to slowly re-implement or reintroduce it into your diet after you have eliminated it for a while, um, you can consider that. The next thing um, that I think is really good to point out as well, all the different milks uh, do have a certain taste. Um, and it will be really, I would say, wise to know how you're pairing them. For example, I think coconut has quite an overpowering taste. So um, I would say if you like it, go for it. Um, but make sure when you, for example, putting it in your coffee, um, you'll really taste the coconut. Or if you're going to eat it with cereal, you'll really taste the coconut. So, um, so sort of more of the subtle flavors, I would say, is the almond milk or the cashew milk or the hazelnut milk. Um, those are those are quite yummy and delicious and sort of in a sense again more creamy so if you're looking for something more creamy um, you know opt for I would say the cashew nut milk hazelnut milk um, even the oat milk itself but again if you're watching out for calories oats is sort of the one you want to steer away from because it can be a little bit calorific um, also some other interesting things to note if you um are someone who has nut allergies, sesame milk uh, can be quite the positive, um, let's call it solution to take. Um, but again, just obviously see how um, you do in fair. It sort of will be a trial and error process. Um, if you do make banana milk, I haven't seen it in the shops here, um, but if you do make banana milk, that will be a really, really good um injection of potassium into your body so if you have any cramps or any issues um you know if you're maybe overactive or anything of the sort uh, this can be quite good um to substitute and again really really yummy because banana is used for a lot of things so you know you can add it in your smoothies um cereal baking goods you know even coffee 
But yeah, again, just be mindful of the taste. Um, pistachio milk can be also really, really good, which is actually diabetes friendly. So not a lot of people know that. Um, but again, not very common uh, to find it here. Um, so again, might be something you'd have to make yourself in the UK. Um, again, flaxseed milk is suitable for people with a dairy or nut allergy. So it can be even more friendly if you have uh, multiple uh, reactions. Um, macadamia nut uh, is really good. It's one, like when I was younger, it was always like, this is one of the best nuts you can eat. It's got such good healthy fats. Um, and again, uh, if you have or are following a sort of a ketogenic diet, this can be one of the best ones to use. Um, but yes, not always easy to get. So the next thing is like, okay, where do I get these milks from? It's actually really, really common to get them in the shops. Um, a lot of them are more on the shelves rather than the dairy aisle or sort of the fridge aisle because they don't need to be refrigerated but bear in mind after you have opened them you do need to refrigerate them um but again the most common and popular solution would be just to go online you know you can go online with morrison's you can go online with amazon which have a morrison's like inverted um sort of special affiliate link that they can go through but i just personally buy mine through amazon because i can get like a large number of like maybe six at a time and it just lasts me for a while anyway yeah and also it's just really good to note like I think when people get their results you know the first thing is like oh my god I have to cut so many things up my diet or I don't know what I can eat anymore or the things I thought I could eat I can't now eat ever um, but that's really not the case. There are so many accommodating substitutes these days. It's just having the knowledge um, about them and knowing where to source them. But there is so many alternatives that you'll probably find are so much more delicious. Um, and because they agree with your body, you'll actually get more energy from it and more nutrition from it as well. Um, so yeah, so I think really on that note, that's really, I wanted just this podcast to say how many different types of plant-based milk there are, throw in a little comedy from Mr. Jack Whitehall, um, and just let you know, maybe just a couple little things about like what the different milks can offer and the calories, uh, you know, always go for the barista version, um, and I'll always say this, always look at your labels, um, because sometimes you may find that the label doesn't read, um, exactly just for example you think almond milk you think 100% almonds that's not the case it might be maybe just only a few percent so just read the labels because sometimes you'll get a blend um you can get a, a couple of different blends of very, very like maybe different versions of nuts for example and maybe the one that you are allergic or intolerant to or just simply dislike may be in it so just always read your labels um if you're calorie conscious, just obviously mind about the different uh, calories that might be in the different versions, but always steer away from the oat. Um, and like I say, oats, um, gluten um, and wheat would fall under, you know, th the same umbrella for, you know, reaction to wheat or gluten. So most people don't really actually know that. Uh, so just be mindful about that. Um, and then obviously just have fun trial and error and there might be some times where you'll try milk and you love it and then you'll get absolutely bored of it and then you try something else um, or equally you might try another milk and it doesn't agree with your system or you don't like the taste you know everyone is quite unique in their own journey and just give it a go and then see what suits you um, and then try get the best version of it and the barista and the you know I, I personally go for unsweetened or no sugars um, 
and enjoy. So if you have any feedback from it or you want to ask me some questions about it, please um please do absolutely do. Um you can get hold of me on all my multiple flat <laughs> my multiple platforms. Um and then I'll be absolutely able to help. And even equally if you're interested in doing um an allergy or intolerance test because maybe this is spiked your interest because you think like every time I have a coffee I get more tired or you know if I eat some cereal in the morning I have porridge with milk or blah 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 or even yogurt because yogurt has dairy as itself um you know just some questions I'd be happy to do a consultation to be able to help you um but yeah it's sort of the gain that just the purpose of these episodes is just getting the awareness out there that there is many other things you can go and opt for um, and you won't have to live on a very basic diet. All right. So on that note, I'm going to wish you super lovely day wherever you are in the world or evening. And I will be back with the next episode. So stay tuned for what that might be. Bye. Bye.